Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend Danny Mack. You'll see him on the Bally Sports Midwest broadcast where he's a Cardinals broadcaster also on scoopswithdannymack.com. Dan, we appreciate the time as always, man. Let's start with the obvious. What'd you think of the big trade that sent shockwaves through St. Louis and really the baseball world with Juan Soto heading out to San Diego? I think there's a lot of moving parts with it. I, I think it's interesting that and the last thing I looked at was that Eric Hosmer did uh, invoke his no trade clause. Is that correct? Yeah, he's going to Boston now. He's been redirected yep. there. So I, I thought that was interesting, and just how it all played out with the amount of talent that the uh, the Padres gave back. I mean, some teams look at minor league players as assets to do these kind of deals. That you have a generational type player that comes up, and you say, hey, they're there if if, if the the you know situation presents itself and we're willing to deal where other teams it gets uncomfortable and I'm sure it's not comfortable for the the Padres but they're saying hey we're going to go for it we're going to do it and the Cardinals know that they have a group of players that's very close to graduating to the major leagues and if you're a Cardinal fan you just got to hope that those guys hit because if not you passed up on a really really uh, incredible talent in Juan Soto. Is there a pivot here for the Cardinals, Dan, that you feel like can still be a, a successful trade deadline for John Mozeliak? I still think they need pitching. And I, I thought that they, you know, Soto would have been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Any club in their right mind wants Juan Soto. However, uh, <clears throat> when I look at the needs of the Cardinals, it, it still is pitching in my mind. Um, you, I love the Quintana deal, by the way. <clears throat> I think Same. it's going to be a good one. Um, if you look at some of the, the, the numbers with him in terms of the soft contact, the weak contact, chase rate, that kind of thing, um, you put him with this defense, and he's going to have a chance to have success. So I do like that deal. I would love the pivot to be that they go out and address their starting pitching again with somebody that they feel can fit in their system or maybe with Mike Maddox or the defensive alignment that the Cardinals have. But I do think the pivot has to be pitching, and I – I gotta wonder if that's been in their back pocket all all the you know this this time leading up to the the trade deadline end and uh, and the you know departure of Soto from Washington. Yeah, the, we had a few names that we were talking about earlier, Dan, that could maybe fit into that like top three of your rotation. Because I'm with you, I love the Quintana addition, but I think he's probably a legit number four starter for you. Get five innings out of him, a three five ERA or so, and you feel great about that. But 
are there any players that you have in the back of your mind? that you're like, man, that'd, that'd be a really nice addition in the top three of this rotation. We threw out guys like Evaldi, uh, Carlos Rodon, Pablo Lopez. And who's the other one that I'm missing here? Uh, Tyler Malley as well earlier today. Yeah. I, the, the one that, that I would love to see is Rodon. Um, I, I think that he's a guy that certainly could help any of those, any four of those guys that you just mentioned, I think are, uh, guys that could help this team. I actually think Noah Syndergaard, depending on where he winds up. I haven't heard if he's been traded yet or what his situation is, but it's a legitimate big league guy. But the guy that I would love to see is Rodon. I think his stuff is nasty. It plays. And you get those kind of guys to help with your rotation. It's also a trickle-down effect of what you can do then. In my mind, the best place to put Andre Pallante is in the bullpen. So now all of a sudden I've got a bullpen that I can – so, for instance, like you said, Quintana gives me five. I've got Pallante ready to give me two solid, and away we go. So those kind of things have a way of helping out the entire team of your pitching staff more so than to say, well, this guy on this fifth, this fifth day is going to do this for me. I just think that those are names that would certainly help. Lopez, you'd get under control for a little while. That is something typically that Mo would like to do, that he's going to get a player that has control um, as long as he feels uh, you know, comfortable in what he's given up. So with pitching known, Dan, that that's the top priority still for this Cardinals team, do you feel like offense is still something that John Mozeliak should search for by the end of this trade deadline? I would. You know, I mean, you're counting on guys that, and you've been counting on them all year to step up, and I'm talking namely about Tyler O'Neill, Paul DeYoung. Now, if you feel comfortable that they're going to come out and start swinging the bat, then that's a different conversation, but so far they haven't proven you that they're going to do that. Now, have we seen some signs that that may happen? Sure. But the guys that you expected going into this season have to hit. And if they don't, then you're going to be stuck in this situation that we're talking about right now. A couple of guys that I mentioned earlier, and I promise you that I am not mentioning these guys just because they're Royals, Dan, but Michael A. Taylor with the injury to Harrison Bader, and we just don't know what the timeline is there, I think might be an interesting guy to potentially play center field for you. And I, I don't know if this guy would have any interest here in St. Louis uh, or if they would have interest in him rather, but uh, Whit Merrifield is another one that I threw out there. Do, do those guys do anything for you? Whit Merrifield has for two years. Uh, I think the guy's a stud. Absolutely. Um, and Taylor, it's an interesting, you know, we're, we're not privy to the medicals right now on Harrison Bader, but if he's still in a boot and you've got 60 games to go, then a guy like Taylor makes sense. And then you can put Dylan on a, on a corner and you're hopeful for O'Neill to be healthy. Or if he's not, you got Dylan in, in left field, but yeah, Taylor is a good player. Um, he's not a great player. He's a good player. He's made probably the best catch I've seen this year, which was at Bush stadium against the Cardinals. It was an unbelievable play robbing Andrew Kisner in center on a day game. But uh, and having seen him a lot in spring training when he was with Washington, that would be something. You know, those are just pieces, though, that that give you depth, and that's good. That's fine. But I, I think if if you're the Cardinals, you feel like you know what we can win this division. And the one thing that we don't have that stacks up with the Brewers is just the, the starting pitching. The Brewers do not hit, and this team at times the Cardinals hits. They've got like 22 or 23, 24 home runs in the last 15 games. When they hit home runs, they win. But if I can pitch and just stay in games, I feel like I can win. And so that's where if I'm running this organization, and I'm not, thank God, because we'd be over budget (laughs) in last place, 
But that would be the direction that I'd be looking at for sure. Dan, I'm glad you brought that up because with Milwaukee making that move yesterday of trading away Josh Hader, and at least for right now, they haven't done anything. There's still a lot more time to go. As it sits currently with no moves else, do you feel like the Cardinals are above the Milwaukee Brewers? It's a good question. I would, I think the answer would come better in two weeks and seeing how they're utilizing the back end of their bullpen. I would think, though, walking into that clubhouse – even though you got a good return, don't get me wrong, and I understand why they do it because they're trying to stay competitive every single year, and not say, okay, we went for it, now we got to trade off assets and rebuild. And by making a move like this, you know, you're hopeful if you're a Brewers fan that you're not having to do that. But I think it'd be kind of demoralizing because if I've got Woodruff and I've got Burns and I've got some of these other guys that uh, that can pitch and pitch at a high level and match up number one for number one on anybody in the league, um, I can really make these six and seven inning games, especially in postseason play when I'm really riding Hader and Williams late innings. So now, do you have enough to do that? I don't know. I, I don't. I you know. I think it's going to be fascinating to see how uh, they decide to to work this deal. And, uh, and to see what they do in the back end of their games. Dan, final question that I've got for you. Who do you think right now is the best team in the National League? Ooh, boy. I, I think the Atlanta Braves. Um, I really like what they've done. I think they've set themselves up with some of the moves that they've made here in the last you know, 24, 48 hours with the Riley extension. Um, I, I think they're, they're right there. Obviously, San Diego is going to be there. I would say that the, uh, the Dodgers are there. And if the the wild card in this is Jacob Degrom, and if he's healthy, and you've got Scherzer Degrom one two, um, that's pretty tough to beat. So I, I think those are the teams that I would have to look at right now. But I really like what I've seen out of Atlanta. I thought it was the best team that the Cardinals have faced this year. Um, and it's always interesting when you make the moves that San Diego's made. You know there there is an adjustment period, but boy, that lineup has gotten really scary, especially when they get to tease back too. And they have a ton of pitching now as well. Yes, Dan, yes. it's always great to talk, man. We'll see you down at the ballpark later on this afternoon. Hopefully, there's another uh, move or two in the Cardinals before the five o'clock deadline. What's well, interesting, you know, like this time last year, the final thirty minutes yep. they got Hap and Lester, right? So there's still time to go, and everybody was like, "Man, what the what is that?" <laughs> Well, you might get that again this year. Who knows? And let's see how it plays out. And Derek Gould, by the way, just reported on Twitter that the Cardinals have been in contact with the Giants about Carlos Rodon. So, like, they're, I don't know if it's going to be Rodon. I don't know if it's going to be another starter or what they end up doing, but there's probably something else out there. Dan, we appreciate yeah. the time, man. We wish you all the best. We'll talk with you soon. All right, guys. Thanks. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany live on NFL Network. <laughs> Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up, making a catch! Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football, live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.